welcome back to Completely Fucking Clueless. My name is Sarah. My name is Audrey, and we both use she, her pronouns. That is what we do use. (laughs) Y'all, it has been a day and a night. It is currently 9 p.m. We just finished the fabulous interview that you will hear later later yes later but for now how was your week Audrey (laughs) my week was great my mom visited for like two days and I wish I'd gotten more time with her but I was also she was supposed to come a day earlier and I was the one who was she was gonna miss Serbian Easter um which my brother-in-law is Serbian so my family celebrates Serbian Easter Mm. and like I feel like Easter is just a especially cute holiday to like witness with kids so yeah. I was like hang back see my niece and my nephew your grandkids so then she came down it, it was really nice to like a like just like hang out with my mom and it's nice to just like <laughs> even on a like uh just practical level like I'm very tall most people I hug are shorter than me and so it's just like nice to get a hug for my mom Aww. who's like six feet tall and like I get to be the the little baby yeah um and it was it was a really special time like we spoke a lot about the podcast like she hasn't really visited since the podcast has launched and mm-hmm. so got to have some really nice chats about that which she said some very very kind words that I'm very very grateful for and we saw a show together we sobbed we drank wine what we... show did you see again so we saw birthday candles which neither of us had looked into at all yeah I was about to ask you like what the heck is that it was really <laughs> good I'm not gonna spoil it because partially it's just hard to describe but it was a play it was very very good i'm gonna be honest the first 15 minutes i was like i don't like this and then it settled oh like like it was one of those shows that you kind of need to accept like it covered a lot of time so you kind of had to like accept the extension of reality a little bit okay i bawled so hard uh just cried so much um i'd say it was a little bit extra because a lot of the show was about relationship like mm. mother daughter to a degree cried so much it was so good but it was I had a really a lovely time just catching up with my mom it's it's always the best to like when at least when you're like living by yourself and then you have family come and you do all these things and you go shopping and like it's just the best yeah you get to like not be an adult for a little bit right it's always nice yeah that is nice how about you how was your week it was pretty good um or it's been pretty good um On Wednesday, I had an unexpected day off. And the night before, I had seen my friend Steph. Hey, Steph, if you're listening. Steph! Yes. Her suitcases are right there. Right there. Our friend is finally moved to the city. And she did a cabaret show on Thursday, which she was incredible in. And then that night, we went out and we had a couple of drinks. And the next morning, I woke up and I was like... I only had four drinks. Why do I feel hungover right now? I would say I was hungover after my mom and I drank wine that night together. And she didn't seem at all hungover, but I was. I think of anything she drank more than me. So I don't get why I, the 23-year-old, was hungover. I know. I woke up and I was like, oh my God, my head is freaking killing me. But I ended up getting myself up and I took a journey to a mall in New Jersey. Why would I ever go there? Um, But no, they had an Abercrombie and that is why I went because I don't know if any of y'all have watched the new documentary called White Hot. I haven't seen it yet. I'm so curious. Yeah, I haven't gone around. You got to watch it. It was so, so interesting. And after watching that um, documentary, I was just so interested. I was like, what is the in-store experience like today? Because on the documentary, they talk about how the old CEO really curated the in-store experience and how toxic and inexclusive or exclusive then it was. Did they like go into how it became how it is today? Like, or did they just talk about how it was? Because I'd be really curious how like the way we have, I'd say in the last year, I feel like it's changed monumentally of like the way we perceive them. And like, I definitely, they terrified me and just made me sad and anxious as a kid. But now, like, they have a lot of cute stuff and are, like, are very cyber-inclusive. And I'd be really curious to be how they've gotten here. Right. Honestly, that's a piece of the documentary that I felt was missing Mm. and that I hope they'll maybe do a part two or something because it was really just at the end that they started touching on, like, the new CEO and and they brought her on for a second. Um, She's a woman. It's a woman. It is a woman. It does make sense. But I went into the Abercrombie from the exterior. It still looked the same. And it was interesting to go in because 
I still felt like that 12 year old who was always so intimidated to enter Abercrombie. And it just felt that the aesthetic of the store was not matching where they are at right now. Mm. Um, And there aren't many Abercrombie stores right now. Like a lot of them are closed. So I'll be interested to see if they end up bringing them back. Honestly, the men's section and the kids' section were so much bigger than the women's section. And it felt like very overpicked. Maybe it was just a certain place I went. But there were no shirtless men in sight, is what I will say. We're drinking red wine right now. I almost just spit out my red wine on the couch. <laughs> I don't. That was just so funny to me. Yes. Yeah. So I went to the mall Wednesday, had a little journey, ended up spending more money on makeup than clothes. I mean, Girly Sephora bus. literally just take my bank bank account like at this point. <laughs> Me too, girly pop. Me too. I've got my box. I literally my makeup, not even all my makeup. I have an entire tower for all my makeup. Not tower. What would you call it? Rolling bookshelf. Um, if you uh, know what those Ikea drawers are, th- that is exactly what they look like. It's not all makeup, but it's almost all makeup. And on top of that, I literally currently am. I have a makeup bag with how much makeup I have and how <laughs> I just got so annoyed, like digging through to try and find stuff. So I've literally the box that I got my Sephora order in from this year's sale. I've essentially just dumped all of the makeup <laughs> I use on a daily basis into it. And so literally every day as I'm doing my makeup, like even if I'm recording a TikTok and trying to be cute about it, I've just got this cardboard box of makeup that I'm digging around in. I love that for you though. Thank you. You know, but another exciting thing that happened this week, I got little Nas tickets. I am so exciting. I'm so exciting. You are so excited. I am so exciting. And so is little Nas. Um, I'm so excited. I feel like I manifested this moment for myself because literally I have been been talking about it like literally a day before he announced. I know. I was like, Whenever those tickets come out, I will be buying them because I want to see him. I don't know why, but I think because he has a presence on TikTok or whatever, I just feel very connected to him and I like his music and I'm so excited for September. I'm so excited for that. I would say I got a notification today that like Lizzo tickets are going on sale soon. I'm like, I tried. So I haven't been to many concerts, but I tried so hard to get Olivia Rodrigo tickets and I failed so hard. And so ever since I felt so like, disheartened she's because performing of- now at radio city because i saw i think i saw some- even, i tried so <laughs> i literally Aww. i did all the verification no. oh, I, I, so emotional i tried so hard to get those tickets and i failed just so hard oh no but yeah. now i'm like oh do i need to see lizzo well i know i saw i saw that she was going on too and i was like do oh, i yeah. need to see I kind of feel like I do. I know. Well, you know what? Seeing all these freaking influencers at Coachella, even though Coachella was the Fry Fire Festival, not Fry Fire Festival, um, apparently this year, I'm like, I I want to go to Coachella or like I want to go to a concert and like have a cute outfit and like have a good time. Let's see. I'm like, I'd rather actually, I think, do a concert than Coachella because it's both so hot and so cold at Coachella. And as fans of this podcast know my body can't handle heat and or the sun it was not made for it yes in my manifestation we will be invited to Coachella I still want to go but here's Um, the thing I very much know (laughs) if I go like I oh I I would be the fakest show where I'd go take my photos record my content and then get in the fucking shade yeah no same I I don't know that I was thinking about that this year because I did consume a lot of the Coachella content because I was just very curious I think especially now with TikTok like it has because it was also its first Coachella since right. It is. It was popping off everywhere. And so. But it was also such a mess. It was. Everyone's like, I don't have water. Revolve <laughs> is not taking care of us. Like, it was fucking crazy. It's funny, though, because I would say, like, I think, like, influencer culture was definitely a thing before TikTok. But it's definitely a thing in a different way. Yeah. Like, I remember all of the weekends of Coachella used to be notable. Whereas, like, I saw so much content the first weekend. Whereas I've seen now. The only people I've seen post things at Coachella now are people who, like, I actually know and follow on Instagram for personal reasons. Yeah. Like, I feel like Coachella literally after the first weekend didn't exist. Yeah. Well, a lot of the influencer accounts that I was following were telling me that it's weekend one where all the parties happen. People literally will go to Palm Springs just to go to the influencers events and won't even, like actually get a ticket to Coachella isn't that crazy like I'm not even surprised by that though like I would say something that I saw a lot was like it's not 
at least the first weekend is not a music festival it's a as job. much anymore. It is a content farming event. Yeah. I mean, it's which, a like, job for people. Yeah. I mean, get your, get your coin, sis. Like, you know what? If it were like, if the, if Revolve was like, hey, Sarah, do you, do you want to come to Revolve Fest? And like, I would be at that content farm too. Like, I'm not going to lie. For me, I would want the set list to be a lot better. Like, no offense to the Harry stands out there. Like, I am just like, I, I'm not not a fan, but like, I am not, you know, like people are Harry obsessed. I'm not obsessed with him. I, but I do think I don't listen to a huge amount of his music, but I, from the clips that I've seen, I'd actually be interested to see him perform mm. because from what I've seen, I think he's someone very entertaining to watch as a performer. Yeah. Like I do generally like there are people who are singers and there are people who are performers. Right. And I think he is someone who is a good performer. Well, that's why I want to see little Nas because I feel I think like he's amazing at both baby. Uh, exactly. And so is I just feel like going to his concert, like it is going to be an experience. Like when I went and saw Miley Cyrus and her bangers tour an experience. When I saw Ariana Grande, she was a singer. She was not an experience. That's the thing. I know I'm contradicting myself with this, as I'm about to say, because Ariana Grande literally was a theater kid, but like certain people, they feel like theater kids. Like <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, literally in the high school musical TV show. Lil Nas feels like a theater kid. Uh, Lizzo played the flute. Adjacent. Band kids and theater kids, same diff. She came out in his, um, in Harry Styles set weekend to Coachella. Saw- and that video of her, <gasps> oh my gosh, she was killing it and that i mean that's why i think for me i also saw taylor swift with my dad and a couple of my friends lol which i was plastered at that concert just so everybody knows and i will i tell the story i'll tell the story i ended up (laughs) throwing up all over myself in the car ride home my friends literally to this day are like sarah we will never forgive you for that car ride because everybody just like ignored the fact that i had literally vomited all over myself because i was so drunk <laughs> like i judge but like have i kind of done that yeah maybe you know what it happened it happens to the best of us and that's how i learned my limits you yeah. know what I've, I've learned something from that experience fumble hard fumble early baby exactly but going back to taylor <laughs> She, going back to Taylor. Going back, I'm just going to call up Taylor. That's literally what I thought. <laughs> um, but her concert, again, was an experience. It was yeah. like more, it was incredible. So I'm, that's, I think for me, when I go see concerts, like that is what I'm looking for. Yes. If you're a great singer like Adele, like I'll just listen to you on, on Spotify. You know? Exactly. Like if I'm paying an arm and a fucking leg, I want a show, baby. I know. And you, maybe this is because we come from the show world. Right. But, I want a show. I just feel like Lil Nas is going to give us a motherfucking I know, and that's show. why I'm like, oh, I know Lizzo is going to do such a fucking good job. Ugh. I'm like, we may have to debate this. We may need to. We may need to. I literally saw it this morning, and I'm pretty sure that maybe I'm, I could be super wrong about this because I looked no percent into it, but I yeah. feel like tickets maybe go on sale tomorrow morning. Oh my god, that's when Lil I Nas might be lying about the this. general public. Oh my god, yeah, this, I, I might why super is, be. Lying. Everybody is like, the pandemic is quote unquote over let me get myself out on tour <laughs> i just want to see she's oh just God, like, I she's can't. iconic and she also just came out with um what's it called size inclusive like spanks and stuff yes, like that i haven't looked at it online but I, i'm really curious i, I saw someone curious. do like a little haul video and yes. i'm very curious a lot of the plus size content creators yes. because my sarah alice liddy tiktok is exclusively plus size and mid-size content and Ouch. all of them are opening up their pr and they're in these gorgeous like what are what is the right word for them like not a Bags? box not a case like a like almost like a chest a chest i've seen so many that like so many of the pr boxes people have gotten are yes. straight up like a chest yes and like lizzo said i'm going big or i'm going home yes per as you should lizzo yes this is definitely a twisted quote from my mother she definitely said a more appropriate version to the of this to me growing up but the sentiment i got from it was like Never half-ass something. Either full-ass it or don't ass it at all. And, like, I feel like we're both very much like that. Like, we either are not going to fucking do it at all or Or we're going going to go all the way. I am literally that way. And you know what? That's a good way to live life, I think. It is a good way to live life. Mental mental health-wise, not a good way. Maybe, yeah. Don't recommend. My therapist every week is like, all or nothing. All or nothing thinking. I'm like, yes, we know. Sarah Alice Liddy is very all or nothing. (laughs) Oh, that's something I've spoken to about my parents. <laughs> okay. Shall we get into Clueless Moments of the Week? I think we shall. What are yours? 
you know what's what? your what's your baby, baby my, clueless ugh, moment? My gosh, we need a better freaking name. Someone please give us a name. Please help us. None people. of the games we've come up with have been at all good. We've been very good with our aesthetic and like I sincerely That's bra- where we failed. I know. I sincerely brainstorm like better names for this and I just cannot come up with one. No, I've tried and they are all worse than the ones we've come up with. <laughs> good. Um, okay. I only have one clueless moment completely this week. So let's talk about it. So I am clueless on why all the Instagram girlies take their photos in garages. Do you do you see that? Does I do see that a lot. Like when people are taking photos of their outfits, like it is in parking garages. And maybe it's because like you can get good lighting there, but and it, it's a very neutral background. But I just think it's so funny because I'll be scrolling like on the little for you um, section and like just looking at different like plus size and mid size queens. And I'm like, everybody like is in a garage. So I'm like, should I go to a like some random garage like and like take photos of myself? <laughs> I'd say two parts of it. A, like I do get why it's done. I think it's definitely overdone right now. But I think particularly like like in New York, I don't think that's very much a thing no. really at all. Like even in Boston, we have a lot of them. Um, but here not so much. But if you're in an area where there's mm. not a ton of like aesthetic-y stuff, particularly with the moment that's happening right now, they really do work. I do think they're hilarious I know well but I, was, I get it I was literally thinking about it to myself I was like okay like maybe I should get like all dolled up and like take some content in a garage but I was like <laughs> I was like what if like I mean I don't know why I care more about people staring at me in a garage than like on the streets at Soho thing. when I think of like a parking garage I think of like the a lot mall. of people yeah right. and I'm like I don't want people from like the 300 not 300 I don't know whatever the miles surrounding my town (laughs) it's it's just yeah I don't know so so we'll see if I end up posting one like comment like a laughing emoji it won't be any time like this weekend because I'm too busy but like that's the thing if I'm home for any extended period of time I'm absolutely going to do it but I I also think it's hilarious I know I feel like I should just like as like a rite of passage sort of like how Lulu's the rite of passage for music theater majors yes All right. Well, do you have any clueless moments this week? I do. I have a quick light one, which is genuinely asking. I guess I could Google this. I'm not going to, though, probably. How often are you supposed to empty the thing in your vacuum cleaner? Oh, like the filter? I guess. I, back in college. There's like a bag in it. Like mine doesn't, like my my family's house growing up had like the thing where you plugged it into a wall and it went Mm -hmm. into a bigger thing. And I have no idea how that works either. But how am didn't like I have a full-size vacuum cleaner how often am I supposed to empty that um at least when I was in college stuff and I would empty it when it got like really full how do I know when it's full oh wait <laughs> are we talking about the same thing like I have a large vacuum cleaner like yeah. a regular size I don't check it regularly it doesn't tell me when it's full oh I don't know then it's not clear I can't see oh wait like th- where where the dust and things go in yeah you can't see it's not clear I will literally pull it out right now. Oh my gosh, wait. Everyone, I need to actually see what it looks like. So Audrey's vacuum, we'll put a photo in in the... It's yellow. In the Instagram. It's on on brand. It's it's a little green and a little dark for what I want. It looked brighter online, but I guess we'll settle. (laughs) But yeah, you, you you can't see if the filter is full. No, I feel like I thought it was only like smaller ones that you can see inside, like the little handheld ones. Hmm. No, I, like n- no. That at least I've had ones where like big ones that you could like see. No. <laughs> this is adulting one on one again. I could literally Google it, and I probably should, and maybe I will. Um, maybe I won't. I think last time I emptied it, it was just like I realized like it wasn't sucking up things as well, and I was like, oh, then you'd probably de- yeah, yes, that's another probably telltale sign. Yes, but. I'm sure I'm supposed to empty it more often than I do. Oh, Lord. Um, but yeah, okay. so how often do you empty your Let us know. Um, and then my my bigger, deeper, diver, darker, clueless moment is just, and I'm not going to super go into this because I don't even really know what I mean, but like there's definitely, I, I came up that I was going to say this before recording and there was definitely part of me being like, oh, there is a chance you say this. And everyone was like, yeah, no, that's not something I experienced. You are crazy. Mm. Um, so we're... Put yourself out we're there. S- we're shooting in the dark. Um, 
does anyone else feel like they don't have a sense of continuity of self? I think like I never had a good sense of continuity with even myself as a person and personality. And I feel like it's a little more evened out now that I've gotten older, but I feel like the pandemic tore apart any, like I spoke about this one time, like I don't feel like I can reflect on college because it's just all so fragmented Hmm. um, after the pandemic began, especially like, People have, like, I, we did an exercise our senior year where, like, uh, we were supposed to come up with, like, almost a phrase to describe ourselves is the quickest way to describe it. And so we were told to, like, ask our friends, like, what words would you use to describe me? And multiple people told me optimistic. And I went, huh? And I guess I kind of have come around to seeing that. But, like, in the moment, I was like, oh, I've tricked people really hard. (laughs) But, like, if you've tricked everyone into thinking that's who you are, is that just, like... Again, what is sense of self? Where does it come from? And, huh? I know. We should honestly have someone on the podcast to talk about sense of self because, like, going back into college, so we majored in music theater. And so in senior year, we did a lot of, like, branding, which had to do with, like, who we were. And it was like, can you describe yourself? Like, it's branding you, but it's not you. Right. It's like, describe yourself in three words. And I literally had, like, the biggest identity crisis because of this because I was like, I don't know how to describe myself in three words do you want to know what i i eventually so i had like a serious one and a not serious one Mm. i think like the serious one we came up with i don't love but like kind of the two words it came down to it was supposed to be three words but i i forget what the final word was because i didn't like it the like actual one i came up with was rainbow rebel which i don't love the joking one that i came up with that kind of mirrors that is a chaotic bisexual (laughs) which i think is very vague but also i think it I don't know. I think that's I don't think anyone who knows me well would say I'm not that. No, I, I think those I think those are both pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like both of those for you. Thank Mine you. were so not great. People, <laughs> a lot of people said I was genuine, which I appreciated. And then I think it was hard because people were like bubbly and cheeky, but neither one of those words really fits me. Yeah. So I think you have both those aspects, but they aren't your like core right and I'm like who the fuck am I at my core that's like it's hard to describe it's like hard (laughs) enough to describe someone else at their core it's much harder to describe yourself because again like we're with ourselves every single second of every single day we see ourselves do very heroic things we see ourselves do very shitty things like we're with ourselves all the time we're both the main character of our own story but also like we know we are deeply flawed and like the way we rationalize things to ourselves and I think like Having a real cohesive sense of self is difficult. And I think I made it worse for myself by straight up changing my name. I have multiple names that I go by. Yeah, existential crisis. We love that. This week, we are so excited to have Ezra Freeman on the podcast. Ezra is a cruise performer turned cruise TikToker from Washington, D.C. After getting her BFA in acting from Elon University, Ezra took her talents to the sea by performing with the Princess Cruise Lines. However, when the pandemic hit, she turned to TikTok to tell people all about cruise ship life. Now with over 100,000 followers, Ezra works with Princess in a TikToker position and is continuing to grow her life as a travel influencer. So without further ado, here is our chat with Ezra Freeman. Okay, everybody, we are here with Ezra Freeman. We are so excited to talk to you today. If you do not know Ezra, Ezra is Debbie Ryan from Sweet Life on Death. (laughs) (laughs) We were just talking about that. It's a joke, everyone. (laughs) But thank you so much for coming on today and talking to us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to come from the Sweet Life on Deck. I was just <laughs> with the Sprouses. No, um, thank you so much. I'm really excited because I feel like I'm the number one fan of this podcast. Aww. And now I get to come on. I'm so pumped and just really excited to talk to you both Yay. about your journey with the podcast, my journey with the sea. Who yes. knows what could happen? It's yeah. crazy because we haven't seen each other in now like five years would be the math. Four years? Four years? Is that the math? I think four years is the it's math. It's got to be. Because we, yeah. for people who don't know, we went to college together. We all there went we to go. Elon. We did do that. We, we did, did do that. Do it that. must be four or five years. Bizarre. Which oh. sounds insane. I can't believe that like high school was many years five ago. Five or six years ago now. I was like, no, high school is like yesterday. I'm 13. Oh, it's been a lot longer than that for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> high school. <laughs> no, wait, yeah. Because I graduated in 2018. 
I definitely have not been back since. Oh, that's so weird. 2022. And it's already the end of April. I know. It is so wild. I feel like this year is flying by and I'm not here for it. It's because we were robbed of last year. Right. And and the year before. <laughs> so <laughs> this year is like, oh, the gates are open. Go do everything. <laughs> Wait, I have a question for you about Elon and just performing in general. So were you always interested in performing? Were you performing when you were younger and then you were like, I want to go to school for this? Like, tell us the tea on that. Oh, yes. Uh, I, <laughs> I was always interested in performing. I started like I like grew up like a quintessential theater kid, probably just like both of you. And <laughs> I knew that I wanted to pursue it professionally. Elon was like my dream school. And actually, I don't know if you guys know this. I was best friends in high school with Cassidy Hamilton. So oh. we like were both very like set on Elon. Aww. And yeah, it was it, it really worked out, I have to say. But I was a lateral in the acting program. So I went in because I auditioned for musical theater my senior year. Sorry, music theater. And I have a lot of thoughts on that. I know. <laughs> it's, I do, it's... too. I feel so obnoxious every time I say I got my BFA in music theater. I know. Music theater. Just let it be a musical theater, okay? It's stupid. Exactly. It doesn't <laughs> flow as well. Like, no. musical theater. Yeah. But pretty much, I mean... I auditioned only for four schools my senior year because I was like, if I'm not good enough to get into these four that I want to go to, then I'm not good enough to do it as a career. And then I didn't get into those four. And I was like, <laughs> what do they know? <laughs> I love that. I was like, I'll show them. I'll just go to Elon anyways. And then this is like such a bizarre kind of side story. But my like first week on campus, I guess, is when you audition for the fall musical. Yeah. And then I auditioned and... Kathy was like, are, are you one of our freshmen? Like, what's going on? Are you a freshman acting major? And I was like, no, I am undecided. You rejected me last year. <laughs> I said this in front of the whole like room because, you know, you like have like a public yes. audition yeah. for this thing. And everyone's like, what's going on? And I was probably so dramatic about it, if I remember correctly. I sang <laughs> Astonishing for Titanic. <laughs> the ship was sinking. Oh, my God. Titanic. And yeah. now I'm on ships. On ships. This is so bizarre. Everything is written in the stars, honestly. But yeah, so she was like, oh, well, you should audition to be a lateral acting major. Or like, she was she was like, or you could audition to be a lateral MT, but you would have to do an extra year. And I was like, mm, I don't think I want to do an extra year. And yeah. so then I auditioned to be a lateral and then I got waitlisted. <laughs> and then I got in. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that but yeah I grew up on like the musical theater just theater track okay. I don't know I feel like it's a track of childhood now it is it's very specific it's a track of TikTok it's a childhood track oh my god with TikTok yes like so many people that we know <laughs> I love seeing now like the children owning Laducas like I got Laducas young and that was only partially because I went to arts high school so like I knew through people there I feel like that is also so interesting that you went to an arts high school and I mean as I've mentioned, I've listened to the podcast. <laughs> but, but, and I mean, I people don't even need to listen to, it to know like the title completely fucking clueless. It's so interesting that you like went to an arts high school. You've been on this like lifestyle path for a long time. And Sarah, you took a gap year where you really like thought about what you wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, well, I took a gap year because I was like kind of similarly to you. I, I auditioned for like 20 schools. I went like full in and then I only got into one music theater program and I didn't want to go there. Right. Um, and then I looked at my parents and I was like, there is no way I'm going to have you like pay all this money for a school I don't want to go to. You're like, um, I'll pay it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll pay it with all my money. Um, yeah. And so they like let me take a gap year and I re-auditioned. But yeah, getting out of school, I mean, it's just so tough. It's tough and it's different and I just think a theme in my life has always been uncertainty like as a person that has anxiety so <laughs> it just when's your birthday like I'm March 9th I'm a Pisces oh interesting. I'm a Pisces but I'm a double Leo if that means anything to you apparently that like totally checks out for me but like I don't understand what it means <laughs> double Leo I mean I could definitely see it I don't really know as much about like the whole big three but yeah. there's like certain signs that I'm like Aha! Because I'm a Gemini and I'm like, I really identify. Um, <laughs> but like, that's, 
Ah, uncertainty is a theme in life. That could get really deep. You could it could. Really oh, deep. it could. Mm. That's why we make a podcast out of it to keep talking. There about you go. It. Yes. <laughs> When's your birthday? Audrey? Mine is September 23rd. So I'm a Virgo Libra cusp. Oh, very nice. That Thank makes you. sense, too. You're very grounded. I, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I do not think of myself as grounded. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually have a really interesting question about your um, youth in theater. I saw this TikTok that you made about like secretly being on Tumblr and doing theater <gasps> blogging. Wait, were you seriously <gasps> you were Tumblr famous? <laughs> ah! Theater? I know. I found it. What okay. a specific. You went far back. Oh, my oh God, girl. I went was- all the way back. Yes. When I was in high school. Yeah. This was my first like viral page. I was like Tumblr famous when I was in middle school and high school for telling people what to sing for auditions. Like they'd be like, I'm auditioning for Fiona and Shrek. What should I sing? And I'd be like, well, give me some specs here. What do you look like? Are your looks working in your favor? (laughs) (laughs) And then I'd send like four or five songs. And I'd be like, if you're feeling like under the weather on the day of you should sing this but if you're feeling great then like go ahead and do this it was so pretentious and hilarious because like what were my credentials yeah but i feel like theater kids are always pretentious like i came home from a summer camp when i was like 11 and i told my mom that the children hadn't been professional enough for me and that i wanted to go somewhere where the children were more focused and like cared genuinely about the art i have said that yeah my i was literally it was pre-middle school so i was like 11 maybe and i was like these children are funny. not professional i was also like the youngest <laughs> one at the camp i was like these teenagers like they should have it together and if they're actually passionate about the craft then they would be focused but they just wanted to play around and i wanted fellow actors <laughs> that is so funny. that tracks <laughs> not for you but like for the for the stereotype that we all were but yeah and people would write in that i knew <gasps> no yeah. yeah people and i was so bad i'd be like hmm, interesting this person wants this role and like i knew them so i would did you ever try like, and sabotage anyone yes that is so so cool honestly i'm living for that i love tumblr back in the day who didn't it has to come back now now that elon musk has twitter people are like oh get your tumblers back i still have a tumblr account i don't go on it often but i have the app on my phone i go on tumblr more often than i go on facebook no way but i also don't have the facebook app so the amount of times i go on facebook is zero i love facebook i know that's so weird it kind of shocked me when i started working on ships like everybody who works on board is really into Facebook Mm. and that's like the first question it's not like what's your Instagram it's like what's your Facebook and it surprised me at the time but now I'm like so accustomed to it um okay so tell us (laughs) after you graduated did you move right to New York City was that like oh I'm I took the summer after I graduated to come home in Maryland and I worked in a restaurant and I worked at an anthropology and like and a Lululemon very briefly (laughs) for two weeks (laughs) until I literally feel like I got bullied out of Lululemon. But also you need to tell me if the interview process is the same. We had to do a fitness test as part of our interview. Oh, no, not at all. Five part interview. I mean, so mine immediately had to be over Zoom still. Um, My interview was still over Zoom. They've only just started to move some stuff back into person, but most of interviews are still online. But no, we did not even kind of have a fitness test at all. Oh my God, we had to do planks. I was like, what's going on? This is an entry level retail position. Oh no. (laughs) If they had asked me to do that, I would have made a fuss. I wanted it because it wasn't minimum wage. It was like $2 above minimum wage. And I was like, ooh. It is, baby. (laughs) Ooh, I got a 50 cent raise a couple Ah, months back. Amazing. But I took a summer to do part-time jobs while living at home, saving up for the move. But you know, I remember it was so hard to actually move. I like loved my part-time jobs and I was having so much fun. But the thing is my senior year, Elon, I had like one foot out the door the whole time. Mm. I was like, eh, I'm so ready to go. Like I learned a lot here, but I just felt like my whole senior year, I was just literally like phoning it in, getting ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. And that summer, I also, it was the first time in like a long time that I hadn't done a show. 
And like, I wasn't doing summer stock. I think I auditioned and got some really sketchy offer. And I was like, "Eh, I think I better not. But um, (laughs) I I wanted to be home and I wanted to like specifically take time away from theater. And I loved it so much. I felt like I really became my, uh, it was, I was getting a glimpse of my adult self. Yeah. You know, I was living at home, working at, you know, Uncle Julio's Mexican cantina. Totally. And I was having so much fun with it that I was like, oh, do I really like, what's the rush with moving to New York? Because in my head, I was like, oh, when I get to New York, it's going to feel like Elon 2.0. But it wasn't like that at all. It really wasn't. And then I moved to New York and I was like, my lease, I think, started September 1st. And I was the happiest I'd ever been. I was like, this is my place. I love it. (laughs) I worked at like a Mexican restaurant there at Equinox and Anthropology, made amazing friends. But I was only in New York for eight months, which I realized recently. And I'm like, that's so bizarre because I feel so like... It was such a happy time in my life. And even when I booked the ship, I was like sad to leave the city. But then I loved I loved it so much. And now I think I'm at a place where I just am realizing I love everything. And <laughs> I'm but I was not that way in college. I was not like, I don't know. I was so ready to get out of that environment. I think that maybe I was just like, I don't know. I also overdid it at Elon. Like I was taking like 30 credits every semester. Oh I double God. majored, double minored. Right. But my I had a very positive, like immediate post-grad experience that's good and so when you started auditioning in New York were you like I definitely want to work on cruise ships or did that just come about naturally for you I definitely wanted to like for a season maybe but I and I remember I worked at Hell's Kitchen on 8th Avenue if either of you have been there it's apparently gone which is really heartbreaking but I had the best time and it was a weirdly a really good like networking place like Billy Porter kissed me on the lips because he used to eat there so much and he was be like ah Ezra mwah. and I, now I'm like oh Billy Porter has kissed me <laughs> <laughs> with his margarita breath but um I remember someone that I worked with there had just come back from doing ships for six years and I remember thinking to myself oh my god like I don't understand what's the what's the appeal like why would you want to get caught is how I was thinking about it doing ships for six years like I just did not understand and I went in and I was like okay one contract two max and my first week I was like oh my god I'm obsessed with this lifestyle I'm gonna do this for a long time and my role with princess like continues to evolve but I wanted to do it but I was very and I think this was like back to Elon I was so Broadway or bust so I was like Mm, okay I can do a a ship for one contract and then like I need to do a tour and then I'll be on Broadway yeah (laughs) okay whereas it's so funny because now I don't know then cruising became my passion and I was like very quickly the job that I was doing on board like it's fun don't get me wrong and it is acting but like it's not what kept me coming back like it's a fun job but like the lifestyle was super appealing to me and then like when I started making TikToks about being on board then they created the like TikTok position for me and now that it just all kind of continues to become more things right so wait did you start posting like why did you start posting on TikTok was it like fun or were you like bored or like what was it (laughs) so I joined my second contract on March 6th, 2020. (laughs) I was literally about to ask like that contract that you first got. Was that like the one where like you started your Uh, TikTok? No, it was before TikTok existed. It was still musically. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. So my first contract, there was no TikTok, but on my first contract, oh, this is good with the manifestation. I did the artist's way. Cause I was like, I'm going to see, I'm going to have time. I'm going to do the artist way. I am like such a proponent of it. And everything kept coming back to like, like in my morning pages and everything for anyone who doesn't know, like the first, uh, the, the principle, I guess of the artist way, if you'd call it that is like you write three pages longhand every morning. And through that, you kind of unlock artistic blocks. And mm. I was like, I just kept writing about video content, like production. I was like, it's nothing against acting. And I definitely don't want to be a film actor. I never wanted to do that. I want to like create something, but I was like, I am interested in YouTube, but it doesn't seem like a great fit. And then literally I finished the artist way, came home. The day I got home, I got my next contract for March, 2020. And we were all hearing about COVID, but I was Mm. like, oh, but it's not in this continent, whatever. No problem. And then I joined my contract and three days after being on board, the industry shut down. Like no more cruising. And me, like 
I joined the ship in Florida and I was like, oh, I'm so disappointed. I'm American. They're probably going to send me home like right away. This sucks. <laughs> like I was so excited. And then, yeah, I was like just fully stuck. I, I was not one of the first people sent home. I was one of the last people to get home. People got home to England before the Americans did because of the beloved CDC, which I now totally respect used to date someone who worked with Dr. Fauci, my pandemic relationship, but um, like honestly hot love. It it was, it it was, it existed. (laughs) Exactly. We all have them. (laughs) When he said that on the first date, I was like, "Mm, there will be a second date. I want the COVID insight. I want the scoop. But um, (laughs) so then, yeah, we got stuck out there and it was when TikTok was like, I guess I feel like TikTok started maybe, Maybe January, February 2020. But mm-hmm. like, I felt like I was late when I got a TikTok in March. And all my friends on board, they were like, oh, you have to do this. And then we were just doing the dances. Uh-huh. And then I think my third video or something went really viral because I was comparing being stuck on the ship. And we also didn't have any passengers. So it was just crew. And we didn't have any COVID cases. We were having so much fun. Like, <laughs> we didn't. So did you guys get to like interact with each other? Yeah. We were just like partying oh all day, gosh. every day. Like, and on a it was so ship. cute. Yes, it, it was so cute because like there were people who had worked on board for like generations. I mean, that's a thing. But like people who have been working at sea for like 15 years who have never been able to like use the pool or eat in the dining room. And so it was amazing to get to see them relax and understand that they didn't need to like walk around in their uniform. They could just be on vacation. So that was all a dream. And I started making TikToks comparing us being like on Noah's Ark. Yes, yes. Yeah, and that one, that was like my first video to go viral. And I think that's how I got, I don't know. I started posting maybe like once a day and got like, I don't know, stuck around 8,000 followers or something. But like for only having that for like two weeks and not knowing what it was, I was like, oh, sweet. I'm on TikTok now. (laughs) Um, But that's how I started. But then the pandemic happened. I did eventually get home. (laughs) I think I did like 57 days at sea without land. And we did have like those, we had a few weeks of like the partying and everything was incredible. But then we had a false positive, but we didn't know it was a false positive. And then we were in hard quarantine in our rooms. And that was not fun. How was that for you mentally being like? Mentally, it was really rough because I feel like it was before we were all kind of accustomed to quarantining in the way that we are now. I think everybody's first quarantine like hit way harder than the rest. I mean, now I couldn't even tell you, I think I've quarantined in my room on a ship like four or five times, like for a week at a time. We didn't have the coping skills. At that point, it was just TikTok. Like I was just watching TikTok, watching Tiger King, um, (laughs) doing like cabin workouts, but it was bad, especially because being stuck at sea, I was getting like a lot of media news outlets reaching out for interviews. And Mm. I think this was the first time in my life that I've really felt like depression not like, oh, I feel depressed, but like depression, like yeah. being like, I have no energy and I didn't understand why I didn't. I'm also like every time I take the Myers-Briggs, I'm like a 99 percent extrovert. So not being around people, I was like, oh, my God, I have nothing. I have nothing to give. It was really rough. It was really rough. And it's weird looking back on that time because I was still like Princess was taking amazing care of us. I was still yeah. like so eager to get back, even like despite everything. And we hit a point where. The company was doing everything that they could to get us home and it wasn't working. And that's when they said, okay, all of you guys like go to the press, do what you have to do. Yeah. What we're doing clearly isn't effective. So when you were stuck, did, so it was the CDC that was not allowing you guys back into the country. That's right. And I think there was so much misconception that it was the individual cruise companies because Princess is not the only one that it was happening to. But for some reason in the media, Princess was the only ship getting slammed like Princess has COVID like and granted it was a princess ship that brought COVID to North America. (laughs) Not great luck. (laughs) But like it's terrible. There's no other way to spin it. But like we were reporting our COVID cases. Mm -hmm. Norwegian Cruise Line was not. I have friends. Oh, my God. I have friends that were on Norwegian. They got a letter under their door that was like, we have COVID cases on board, but you're not allowed to tell anybody that we do. We're going to disembark all the passengers. We are all effectively fired. We're flying you all home, whether you're positive or not. Like, oh, my. They they did not handle it well. Yeah. Very, very bad (laughs) on Norwegian. The way they handled COVID was a disaster. We were very honest, but we suffered 
because of it. Mm. But it's so funny because even two years ago, no one knew anything about COVID, right? No. We yeah. didn't so know jack shit. They were associating cruise ships with COVID. And honestly, I'm going to knock on wood. I've still, I've never had it. I've never had it. Wow. And I've spent the majority of the pandemic traveling. Like, I, I don't know how. That's insane. I don't know how. I was very strict. Oh, it was so bizarre. So we got to a point on board where we were extremely strict. Like we definitely started wearing masks before the world did. Mm. And I remember before we even got all the like KN95 shipped to us, we were wearing like butter napkins around our faces. Oh like, yeah, it, it was an interesting time. Yeah. And this was when we were fully quarantining in our rooms. They told us we had to wear masks in our rooms. Like no one knew anything. So I was like, who am I protecting exactly? Like, but they didn't know if it was going through the vents. I remember that. I remember just hearing endlessly about cruise ships, particularly in the beginning of the pandemic and being like, yes. thank fucking God I'm not on one of those. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm having a great time here, to be honest, until <laughs> we got quarantined. Then it was rough. And I think like, how long were oh, you in know. that? Like, sorry, how long were you in that strict quarantine? Mm, four weeks, a month. Oh my God. Oh God that's yeah. Long. But it was weird because we were in strict quarantine, but we could leave our ribs for dinner. Like, <laughs> you know, quarantine, particularly in the beginning, was weird. We really didn't know what we were doing. Like, do you remember the phase? Actually, you probably don't because you're probably on a ship. <laughs> I missed but... the whole first land quarantine thing. Like, I, I only experienced it through TikTok. I literally was wiping down my groceries. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, with yeah, Clorox yeah. wipes. With pa- I... That didn't do jack shit, but we were I doing was it. So, yes. When I was, when I got home like when i finally flew home they flew us on private jets in like the middle of may it was such a cool experience actually like fuck yeah honestly they had to move everybody like everyone on board because everyone's from a different country on board i was one of like 10 americans and there were like maybe 10 canadians but other than that like we've just got everyone there's like 65 nationalities represented at any given time so getting everybody home and all the airlines were shut down they just decided to shift us around to different ships based on where we were headed so there was like a full they were like okay we're gonna move people by water shuttle everyone who's from the philippines is gonna go to this massive cruise ship and they're just gonna sail from florida to the philippines (laughs) until they let them in so that's what they did so they moved all the north americans to one ship so i was on a massive ship like the newest one and then they moved me to one of the oldest ones and it was just the north americans and it was so weird because usually there's like no North Americans, so then to have a whole ship of them. And it was not just princess employees. It was Holland America, Carnival, like lots of different lines came together but then when i got home when my parents picked me up i like insisted on wearing a mask in the car mm-hmm. and like even when we got to our house i was like wearing a mask around the house and it took me weeks to adjust i was like very uncomfortable even walking around my neighborhood seeing people without masks i was like <gasps> How could they? (laughs) Yeah. So I think because of my experience being stuck and being on such a regimented, like, we all had to follow the same set of rules, like, or you would get fired. Oh, and somebody did get fired while we were quarantining. Mm. Even though nobody was working, some (laughs) dude got so drunk that he, like, covered his hands and his face in ink from a pen and went around leaving his mark on the ship. So he got fired, but like all that meant was that he stopped getting paid. I was paid my entire contract. Even when I was home, they still paid me. Oh my goodness. That's incredible. It was. It was great. I'm Princess, like, they take such good care of us. And then when did you get back on a ship? So you came back to Maryland, and then how many months until you got back on a ship again? So I decided to stay home, and then I got in a serious relationship, like, immediately. And so then I was home here for... Uh, I think 13 months. And then I joined a ship again in August 2021. Mm. And I went into that contract thinking it was going to be my last one. And I was like, I'm going into this for content creation. It's going to take off. I was literally about to say to you, like, did you go into the next set being like, all right, I've gotten some traction. Like, what if I kept doing this? Like, where would it go? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to commit to it. I'm going to do it because I was like still dating my boyfriend when I went back to the ship. I was like, oh, this has to be my last contract because like he's waiting for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We broke up like a month after I got back. 
<laughs> but um, and it's it's really fine. I went in like, okay, I'm not going to be too social because I have my, this is it. I'm just doing one contract. I'm just going to pour myself into TikTok and possibly YouTube, which still, I'm still not doing YouTube. So I did that. And I feel like I went from like 10,000 followers to like 75,000 in like two months. Holy Fuck. shit. That's and then insane. I got stuck in the 70s for a while. Mm. And then I got stuck in the 90s for a while. And now that I'm at over 100, I'm chilling. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to relax. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a journey. I love it. Like I similarly to you guys, especially you, Sarah, like I always wanted to be a content creator Yeah, and I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know how or like how it was going to play out. But I was like, I know I'll get there eventually. So in that contract where you went in with like, all right, I'm going to make my TikTok mindset. What on a daily basis, like what were you putting into your TikTok so that like your what you like what could your audience expect to see from you over the pandemic my job was basically being a fake influencer making ad videos telling people to download like random apps <laughs> somehow like one of those like the videos that come up that are ads when you're scrolling through yes Instagram yeah. stories, yes being like download it today da, 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 da. i did that I got somehow got connected to some media company doing that. So I was very familiar with video editing mm. and I loved it, but I hated doing it for these like stupid ads. <laughs> like, but through that, I was like, okay, I'm like, I don't want to stop video editing. I'm doing interesting things that not a lot of people know things yeah. about. Yeah. And also just cruise ship life. It's so bizarre because it truly does feel like you're living on another planet and it's not for everyone i feel like it's either like totally for you or it's so mm -hmm. not and i knew right away that i loved it but so many people that we know have done like one ship contract and they're like nope <laughs> gotta get out of here <laughs> but like it was at the point where so many people would ask me oh what's it like on board and i was like i really don't even know how to begin to answer that so that was my impetus to make the content and then i just kind of kept thinking, oh, what would I find interesting if I wasn't so used to all of this? Right. So when I first got back, I was like, okay, I'm going to show them what I'm doing while I'm quarantining by myself on a cruise ship, like in a 200 square foot room. And then things just kind of kept coming up where I'd be like, oh, I have drill later. Oh, people don't know what drill is. Maybe this will be interesting. Mm -hmm. But then it's like the most random videos would be the ones to really pop off. Like yeah. I made a video about like laundry on board. I that watched really that well. video yeah. like an hour and a half ago. But like, why did that video do well? It's like <laughs> it is. I liked when he talked about the sexual tension in the laundry room. I, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of that. Like, it's very real though. Like, it's just so interesting. And the ship content, like the things that happen on cruise ships, the script writes itself. Like, it's a <laughs> heinous place. Um, could you give us like, um, if you could even do this, like a day in my life, like living on a cruise ship, like. What did like a sort yeah. of like average day look like for you? I would sleep until like 10 a.m. And then I would have a show at 11. So I would just like casually I'd have coffee in my cabin. So I had a kettle in there. Also, I had a dream contract. Like I was not a part of the cast. I was a guest entertainer. So it's like a very like you have all the privileges of a guest. Oh, I was in a guest cabin. I could live like a guest if I wasn't working, basically, pre-COVID. And then with COVID, it was a little bit different. I still had a guest cabin, though. Mm. So, I mean, it was just the best. That was another reason I was like, oh, I need to do this forever. Like, it's so luxurious. You save so much money. It paid really well. Now they've cut their pay up that role a lot. But they have to pay <laughs> me the same because I was one of the first ones to do it. But um, There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even though I'm not, I'm not doing that role anymore, but still. Yeah. Uh, so I would, like, wake up, get ready for the show, do, like, the show from 11 to 12. Then have a break, eat lunch, like run like an open deck trivia set in oh. character at like 1.15 to 1.30, like 15 minutes, like while people were at the pool, just like hosting an event, then go back to my cabin, maybe work out, then change into costume again, <laughs> host bingo in the afternoon, have a break from like five to eight, get dinner, then like I would do the pirate queen at night. So like change characters, do that for like an hour and a half and then go to crew bar. It was a great life. That sounds pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. And I mean, pre-COVID, it was very different because it's like all those meals would be in guest areas. And then during COVID, they'd be in crew area. But I actually liked it for its own different reason mm -hmm. because the crew are more interesting than the guests. And that's one thing I think people don't take advantage of enough working on ships. Like it's your only opportunity to get to know 
people who are so completely different from you, like, and different from each other. And if, what I tell people is, like, on ships, it's like everyone is a foreign exchange student, but every single person. So everyone's interesting to each other, and everyone's just crazy enough that they want to work on a cruise ship for six months. So <laughs> chaos ensues. And the drinks at the crew bar are, like, a dollar. Oh, so, we love that. Yeah. Very dangerous, but we do love it. <laughs> <laughs> and now when I go on as a, like, now that I'm going on as, like, TikToker, everything is free. And I'm like, oh, my God. So when I just did this contract, like, and all the drinks were included, I had to stop drinking, like, one weekend. I was like, this is too much. I need to just stop because <laughs> I cannot do moderation. Can you explain your TikToker role? So when, yeah. when, so what was the last contract? When did the last contract end that you were not in this TikToker role? Okay. Well, it's important to back up here as well. Oh, I, let's do it. The last contract ended... January, no, February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. Okay. But like I had talked to Princess about coming on to create content since, I guess not that long, the beginning of January. Okay. And Princess had started contacting me about my TikToks around when I hit like 50,000 followers because there is a social media policy that says you're not allowed to post anything about crew life. (laughs) (laughs) No way. (laughs) So I was like not only breaking that rule, I was very like very loud about it, like tagging them and everything. And these videos were getting like millions of views. So it was not (laughs) under the radar. I Like you start monetizing on TikTok when you have 10,000 followers. So I was not willing to delete them. And at one point, my boss who was not on board he texted me and he was like hey head office is aware of your tiktok and i said something so snarky i was like yeah i think i would assume so i hope they're enjoying it like (laughs) but like that was my relationship with him and he was like no they want you to delete some of them and i was like well if they want me to delete them they they can email me i'm like monetizing so i'm not really comfortable just deleting them but like if you can get me in touch with them i would actually love to talk to them about this idea that i have because in my head i was like if this is doing so well, like Princess should really get in on this. Yeah. I mean, 100%. there's no young people cruising, but everyone on TikTok is young. So I was like, they need to reach this market. Like Her. Princess doesn't even have a TikTok. And so then from there, I was contacted by the social media team. And in my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to pitch this idea to them that I come on board and create content like for Princess and that I'm just on board as a content creator. And I was so ready to like pitch this elaborate idea. And then on the call, she was like pitching it to me. <laughs> and we were so aligned, like, man, yes. yes, I manifested it so hard. I could not believe it. And, um, and that's basically what happened. What I didn't expect, though, was that this, they were launching an influencer program where they were bringing influencers on board to create content for their own channels. Oh, And so there were already influencer cruises in place. And so what we did for this last month was they kind of tacked me on to those. But instead of creating for my channel, I was creating for the Princess TikTok, Princess Cruises TikTok. So it actually worked out great because I had full creative control of my channel. I didn't need to get my posts approved. It was like I could just do what I was doing. But I was on there on the guest list as an influencer while networking with these other huge creators who have been around forever. Like I was with the old gays. <gasps> the old yeah. gays. I, I love, love the, the old, old gays. gays. <laughs> yeah. They're amazing. Like my first cruise, it was like me, the old gays, Simi Singh. Who else was on the first one? Laura Whaley. She does a lot of like corporate TikToks that ended with like, she, just people who have like a lot of clout who have been doing it for a lot longer than me. And it was, it was like perfect because I got to learn everything from them pick their brains about like what works what doesn't Mm -hmm. what's the best piece of advice you got from them i was told like you need to shut it off like boundaries which i could totally see because it so easily becomes a 24 7 gig yeah like so easily yeah yes I have not taken that advice, but it is good (laughs) advice. It is so hard, though. I don't think like I think a lot of people in content creation like say that, but it's so hard. It's so hard. It's impossible because we already use social media casually. And now I find myself like envying people who like just use it casually. And this is why like I don't take my Instagram seriously and I'm starting to try. Right now, what I do for like collaborations is a lot of people will DM me on Instagram, but they're not sure if it's me from TikTok because I have like 3,000 followers on Instagram (laughs) and I'm like yeah I don't have much of an Instagram presence so connecting your time like on cruise ships to sort of post-grad like early 20s how do you feel like your experience has been like 
similar or different to like what somebody moving to New York experiences after college? I mean, I know you had eight months here, but how has your life like been maybe oh a God. little bit different? It's been so different. Yeah. It's so different. And it's like, I've had to stay aware of the fact that I'm like, you know, because I was in New York for eight months, I figure I kind of know what I'm choosing to do. I don't want to say know what I'm missing, but like, I know that if I were to move back, I know like what I would probably do and how that would look. And I was pursuing acting when I was there, but it's like so hard. I mean, you guys know, like it's like inhumane, (laughs) which I'm no longer okay with. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, the fact that I used to wake up at 6 yes. a.m. and sign my name on a piece of paper and like yes for what I'm was like, it like yeah. some rock of ages um show in like the middle of Missouri I feel like I saw this exact same TikTok oh my the other god day. It, it's so funny but I'm like you know you're right that is a problem isn't it like why but again it's like all of these things when you're on let's just keep calling it the theater track that you just accept because Mm -hmm. it's like well that's the way that's the way we do things here that are so not really okay like no wonder we're all in therapy (laughs) i had Um, a teacher literally literally tell me that actors are like tissues you throw one away there's another one waiting i was 15 oh geez This wasn't even at the arts high school. This was somewhere completely unrelated. That's oh my god! And I was like, "Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You got a point there." (laughs) Wow. No, I mean the thing about like working at sea is, I mean, it's predictable in its own way too. Like, but I didn't feel like my acting career was going anywhere in New York. Whereas, ironically. I feel like now I have a very vibrant career with a lot of different, I can see a lot of places that it's going. Yeah. And it is kind of leading me back into being performing some way. But like, I don't even, I never would have expected this either. I think it's just, I'm very lucky. And I've, I, I'm like a say yes to every opportunity kind of person. Mm-hmm. And I did get, you asked me the influencer's advice. I actually got really great advice from the captain on my influencer contract. No way. Tell us what the captain said. Amazing advice. <laughs> yeah. What did the captain say? The V is like, I was really struggling when I was on that contract because I was on the guest list and I really missed being a part of the crew. And I was like, oh, this influencer gig, like I know it is amazing. And this is like such a huge opportunity and I wanted it so badly, but I really miss being on the crew. And these other things were happening like, I started filming this show, but that only happened because of princess and being at the right time at the right place. Other things that are in the works. And I was like, I just don't know what to do because I feel like I missed the crew. And he was like, Ezra, you know exactly what your day would look like if you were to go back to that performing job and be on the crew. You don't know what's going to happen if you say yes to these other opportunities. So why not just do it? And this will be waiting for you if you decide to come back to it. And I was like, you're right, Captain. You're right. Captain, that's making me emotional. Captain, (laughs) oh, Captain. (laughs) He's got a point. He's really got a point. And I feel like that applies in life. Like, even with New York, I know what I would do if I went back. Like, I, I don't know where this whole travel even travel influencer thing is going to take me because even the job that I have now with princess it never would have existed if I had never posted my content like they created it wow because I started doing that and just kind of it illuminated the path for this position to exist and I'm just really excited to see how everything continues to unfold as someone who I would say had a very negative experience at Elon to be honest like I loved my friends but like I don't think that was a healthy environment for me like yeah. the school as a whole I was I was excited about graduating but not for the reasons that I'm excited to live now mm-hmm. like I was excited because I was like oh I'm really looking forward to living my best Rachel Berry life like <laughs> that type of thing um but it's been the opposite of that like i I think I went from being a very type A person to being like a type Z person and I'm just like yeah I'm going with the flow and it hasn't steered me wrong yet but like that's why And this is why I relate to the podcast so much (laughs) because I feel like being clueless really leads you to places and there's nothing wrong with not knowing what you're doing as long as you're like self-aware. It's scary as fuck to do, but like we wouldn't be where we are now. Like even talking to you, like had we not sort of just jumped off the cliff a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you know the quote from August Rush that's like all it takes is like 20 seconds of insane courage to change your life. 
something like that. Ooh, it's I so love true. that. Oh, it's so good. But it's so true. Like so many things, like even sending a text, it takes like no time, like going up to a stranger, that type of thing. And I just feel like <laughs> the way my life has unfolded, uh, I don't think we were recording when we talked about this, but like I have always had immense faith in the universe because I'm adopted and I've like the, my family who adopted me. I like we are they are my soulmates. And it's the way that everything played out, even from the beginning, I've always had like immense faith that everything would work out because that was so random and I feel like the only time I didn't have faith in the universe was when I was at Elon. <laughs> terrible to say. College is hard. College is hard. But when hard. I was like deep in that like Broadway or bus mentality, I felt really trapped. And I was like, I don't know if the universe is going to lead me to Broadway. And I'm, no, I I, I'm that. just, I'm like the happiest now, just kind of stumbling through things. And it's leading to bigger opportunities than I ever would have even thought to be a possibility. And just kind of keeps happening and i feel like we're kind of coming up on a place though where everyone is saying no to these all these sort of like theater cultural things that we've touched on i mm-hmm. think people are waking up to the fact that like oh this is kind of toxic isn't it so i think more and more people are gonna find their flow this way heck freaking yeah okay our last question for you before we leave is tell us something that you have been completely fucking clueless about lately it can be oh my god this is so random but i realized today that i don't know what it means when companies go bankrupt (laughs) (laughs) me either honestly i was listening what were you guys talking about it was when i was listening to your show american apparel Yes. yes and you said they went bankrupt and then i started thinking about it when i was driving and i was like what does that even mean did somebody like open up the register and they were like oh no it's empty <laughs> i also don't know what it means but wouldn't that be so funny if like major corporations <laughs> they just open up like their little safe and they're like no. oh fuck the money it's, it's gone, gone. <laughs> the money it's gone <laughs> but, like i don't know what that means well thank you so so much for coming on the podcast we really appreciate it this has been so much fun talking to you today thank you i had a great time great. i know i'm sad i wish we could keep talking okay so that was our interview with ezra it was so much fun we actually talked for a bunch after we stopped recording so it was so much fun (laughs) I know honestly it was uh, like I was already so excited to talk to Ezra because I was like wow sweet life on deck in real life but I honestly thought she just had so many things to say like about her TikTok career about just like life in general that were just so incredible I feel like we have so many things and people that we already want to do a part two of, but then we also have so many new people want to talk to like I the whole time was like there needs to be so- we have so much more to say I know I know she really is incredible and I cannot wait to see where her career grows with TikToking and traveling like it's yeah. just honestly so incredible there are some very exciting things coming for her Ooh. oh I know I said that in a very ominous way ominous I meant it in a positive fashion in a positive fashion well you know what we're gonna leave you with we talked so much about manifesting so don't forget to manifest this week okay people do it i know it may feel silly but we do it all the time and just do it you deserve to live laugh love live laugh love and do not forget to follow us at completely fucking clueless on instagram and completely f-c-k-i-n-g clueless on tiktok and please 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 rate review subscribe or follow we're at 53 reviews on spotify it would mean so much to us it really does help us grow and and if anything it gives me a slight ego boost which you know some days you need sometimes you need that so give audrey an ego boost today okay please (laughs) Uh, let's watch everyone go in and rates it a one just to knock my ego (laughs) not that please not a one all right y'all well thank you so so much for listening to today's podcast and don't forget (laughs) all right i gotta do it again because audrey laughed (laughs) and don't forget to be clueless bye bye I know. I feel like it can't add now. No, no. Yeah.